1: If you want to get closer, say the things that usually go unspoken and trust each other and yourself to get through the hard moments, this is the workshop for you. Go to widestmypartner.com to learn more and register.
2: Join us for our exciting new workshop, Integrating Mind and Heart, a brain savvy workshop that transforms your relationships. It's this September, 2023. And in this workshop, we'll help you explore what holds you stuck and to understand and experience how your wildly efficient brain moves fast to protect you when you sense danger. The skills and tools we cover in this workshop will help you
0: develop practices that support your capacity to spend more time in those integrated states that promote relational connection.
1: And when you put it all together, integrating all these new skills and practices will help you to explore more ease in your relationships, even in the sticky hard moments that can derail an evening a week or even an entire relationship. If you want to get closer, say the things that usually go unspoken and trust each other and yourself, this is the workshop for you. Learn more and register at whydoesmypartner.com slash events. Welcome to the Why Doesn't My Partner podcast. I'm Jules. I'm Vicki. And I'm Rebecca. We're your hosts, We're also couples therapists and messy humans, bumbling through our own relationships every day. We met through
2: our training and practice of relational life therapy. Between us, we have more than 40 years of experience holding hard relational questions with our clients. We're going to bring those questions here. And together,
0: we're going to take a stab at answering those questions. This podcast is not a substitute for therapy. If something you hear in this episode stirs something deep within you about your relationship, reach out to a couples therapist in your area.
1: We also love to hear your questions, so don't forget to go over to whydoesmypartner.com and leave us a question of your own. Here's today's question. Why does my partner accuse me of cheating? I can tell you my mind
0: went to a bad place
1: projection projection, yeah
0: so oh yeah right so projection okay. just means like um you put off on somebody else what's actually happening in you mm-hmm. so one of the first thoughts I had actually was oh maybe your partner's cheating I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> it's totally but I
2: noticed I said maybe yeah there's a big maybe there yeah mm-hmm. I like that you're the one that says it Jules though because I'm not gonna be the one to say that i just i want to embrace the truth man it's possible it's It's just possible
1: possible. possible. and i think there's another piece in here maybe there's something maybe there's something about you that's being kind of sketchy
0: totally possible
1: Mm -hmm. i'm thinking back to an earlier episode of ours where we were talking about like why does my partner lie to me about little things that one Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we were talking about in that episode was how sometimes we we just don't make an environment like we don't really welcome the truth. We don't really welcome the whole knowing of what is happening. And when we do that, we set our partners up in a way to kind of like be sketchy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because they're afraid to
2: talk to us about stuff.
0: Yeah. So it may be that there's something happening that's catching their attention and they're making up a story in their head that it's cheating, even if it's not, but there's something sketchy going on is what you're saying. Mm -hmm. And so this may be a moment for you turn to see like, wait a second. Am I, am I fully like inside the boundaries of our relationship? Am I fully honest? Am I fully on board with my partner?
2: Like, yeah. And it could, this is not the U-turn back to the partner, because my mind goes to, it could be that there's some history in your partner's world, either of a past relationship where he or she was cheated on, or maybe the parents cheated or something. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. they have a very strong radar for stuff. Mm-hmm. And because I'm thinking right now about one of my clients, I'm also thinking about my own family. Um, mm-hmm. And she doesn't know why every like her partner, he um, I'm looking over at my phone. He will always leave his phone face down on the table mm-hmm. and her dad cheated. And that's what her dad had always done. So I have no reason to believe that her boyfriend's cheating. She has no real reason to believe he's cheating. That phone face down, though, is a signal to her of cheating. Mm, Yeah. So we could be dealing with an implicit memory
0: system. So when basically all of our memories are put into these categories of knowing that helps us process the world in more short form. And it could be that what's happening is Um, that behavior is like pulling on a thread and that implicit Mm memory is coming a little close to the surface. You may not realize you're living in memory, but it's coming a little closer to the surface. And as it comes a little close to the surface, there's like this, I know what this means, but I don't even know why I know what this means. Right? Like for some of us, it may not even be that the phone was down. Like, yes, it was that the phone was down, but not everybody's that conscious of that. It could Mm -hmm. just be like, I don't know. It's just a feeling. Well, probably when it comes up like that, I don't know. It's just a feeling. A lot of times that's an implicit thread. Mm -hmm.
2: That's fascinating that the Mm -hmm. brain can do that without us knowing why.
0: Oh yeah. Most, Mm -hmm. most of what our brain does, it does it without our conscious awareness and without us knowing why Mm -hmm. just like blanket, like just know you have no idea what's happening in your brain most of the time.
2: Right. Yeah.
0: It's wild in there. But you have more connections than there are known objects in the universe in your brain. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say that again. You oh have Lord. more connections. I don't know
2: what to do with that.
0: In your brain than there are known objects in the universe. It is one of the most complex systems we've ever run into. And there's, and you can't think but like one two thoughts at the same time. So, I promise you most of what's happening in your brain you are completely of. unaware of. The information that comes in, you take in, actually information. This is so cool. This is just for everybody to know so they hold their awareness in such grace. So you have these layers in the lower brain that filter how much information gets passed up the system so that like in any given moment, you're going to take in a ton of information, but only a very teeny tiny percentage of it is going to make it through each gate. So you have a gatekeeper in your medulla oblongata and you have a gatekeeper in your midbrain. You have a gatekeeper in your thalamus. You have a gatekeeper in your subcortical system oh my gosh, you have gatekeepers everywhere. Mm-hmm. So by the time information got all the way up to where you actually thought the thought, oh man, you missed most of what happened <laughs> in a conscious way. <laughs> but your brain did take it in. It just it just right. makes choices really rapidly about what information is important to keep going up the thread.
2: To me, that's what I'm also hearing. So and this is what you guys were talking about a couple of weeks ago on um, about siblings, too, that my brain chooses what's important to me. So even if I have a twin sibling standing, net, like, let, actually a conjoined twin, I'd rather say, mm-hmm. s- like standing with me at all times, we're still going to process different information.
0: Yeah, because your brain That's has amazing. to make a decision Yeah, about what information, not as important, period, because we are not objective in that way. Right is right. important yep. to you, to
2: me, to me. right? Because you're subjective. That's what I mean. yes, yes. yeah, and yeah. what's So important it could to be. is going to be different. My fictional her conjoined twin, by the way. <laughs> I I like that
0: you've suddenly created a conjoined twin <laughs> in your head. This is brilliant.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to name her at some point because I'm going to refer to her a lot. Uh... Because it's the concept, though, to me that like someone else could be experiencing the close the same thing. And have such a different experience of it.
0: Oh, vastly But like conjoined twin has it. to be
2: different. That's why I'm saying a conjoined twin because she was born with me. She was in the same – not like me and my husband. He had a different mm-hmm. family life, different family of origin, that whole thing. But a conjoined Even twin – Even if we totally people. grew up the same. That's my point. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like born together. Because like together, temperament and still, all of that yeah. stuff plays into this too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what so, came to mind when you mentioned the gatekeepers.
0: Totally. So it could be implicit. Mm -hmm. memory is getting stirred or old worries. The other thought I have is that left brains hate saying, I don't know. They will make stuff up though. (laughs) So if you're (laughs) feeling nervous, (laughs) it could be that you're just feeling your partner's feeling nervous and they're going, why am I nervous? I know what it must be. It must be because you're cheating on me. So it could be that your partner is feeling anxious or maybe insecure in the relationship. Or I've seen people do this when like they're worried that maybe the partner will cheat on them in the future, or maybe the partner doesn't love them as much as they love the partner. So I, I've seen people do this in like from an insecure space in general. Mm-hmm. And so when I think about, oh well, how would I answer this? So I'm just imagining. What if all of a sudden my partner comes up to me and says, I think you've been cheating on me. How would I respond to that? This is where you got to use your psychological boundary because I have absolutely not. And because I have not, and I'm not worried about that. It's not even a little bit true. You can be curious. I can be curious instead Mm -hmm. of judgmental. Mm -hmm. And then I can be like, oh,
1: sweetie, no. And what's going on? Are we okay? Are you okay? And what I'm catching that's so significant about what you're saying right there is that you're not going into defense, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because that's often the thing that confirms. It's like, it's a confirmation when, when you start to defend yourself, now I'm really believing, I'm digging my heels in to that idea that I made up. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. if you meet me with that curiosity that you just did, it opens the dialogue. mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm and now we could
0: have a really interesting conversation that goes really deep about what the state of our relationship is right now or how is our relationship feeling to you my partner who i care about mm-hmm. and it in the end you know it could be a silver lining of having right. this come up mm-hmm. in your relationship could be that it invites curiosity into
1: oh what's going on between us You know, what I've seen in my practice at times are one partner who's getting insecure for some reason Mm -hmm. and another partner who starts not knowing what to do with that insecurity Mm. and um, getting sketchy in their behaviors, Mm. Mm -hmm. right? And, And part of it is like, it's like a system. Right, mm-hmm. like
2: insecurity
1: yeah. when it's not directly spoken about creates some kind of shift in the relationship, where it's like, what? Do, how? How do you keep or maintain that balance? And so, sometimes what ends up happening is that then there is some kind of cheating that happens, but it happens way down the line. It doesn't necessarily happen, or it didn't mm-hmm. happen initially.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and even if even if the cheating doesn't happen, the sketchiness could be, and I think sometimes is. Well, I didn't want to tell you that part because you were all you already were worried, Mm -hmm. so I wasn't going to tell you that he was texting me. So even though there was nothing going on, but like that does create the secrecy. Yeah, I knew you'd be upset, Mm -hmm. so I didn't want to tell you. And then I've been telling my clients literally this this has come up three times in the past this week. Your healthy behaviors are not contingent on your partner's response to you. Well, I can't be healthy because oh, he won't it respond. say it again. Say it again. Your a- healthy behaviors are not contingent on your partner's response. That, that so is much the week. most
0: important thing that anyone could ever hold in a relationship. <laughs> mm-hmm. That I am in charge entirely of my healthy behaviors.
2: Stay on your side of the seesaw. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: I think that's a great place for
0: us to leave this. Yeah. Love each other best you can, y'all.
1: Bye-bye. Take good care.
0: That wraps up this week's episode. Join us again next week for another Why
1: Does My Partner. We hope that you continue to listen wherever you get your audio and that you'll follow the show. To go deeper, join us at our bootcamp. You'll
2: find the next date at doesmypartner.com. Did you know you could ask us your
1: question? Your questions are relational gold. Go to whydoesmypartner.com to either write in or record your question for a future episode.